You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new week here in Major League Baseball, and I know it's Tuesday and we didn't get you on Monday, but there is a very good reason for it, and his name is Ryan Horvath. How about this? Ryan, just go ahead and talk. Yeah, what's up, man? So <laughs> I, uh, it, was a, it was a rough 48 hours. So what happened was, all right, so my wife dropped my child off in Chicago for the week. Uh, so we are alone here, but we both have to work nonstop. That's why I went to Chicago. and so. We didn't have a babysitter because he's done with school. So she comes back on Sunday and before she goes to work, she's like, let's go to brunch. I want to get a mimosa. And I was like, I'll have a bloody Mary. And then we sit down to eat. Our waiter like never shows up. She's like, you want to try something, something new? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, I kind of, I've always been a big fan of uh, seafood, but dude, I've never had, um, I've never had oysters in my life. They just look disgusting. Like I do salmon, obviously, a lot of fish, fish fries, being from the Midwest. But uh, anyway, long story short, I got home on Sunday and I've never felt worse ever in my life. And I should have felt great. Like I had the Cubs plus 150 on the money line. They go down five nothing to the Cardinals. Somehow they come back and win the game. But I don't know it. And I don't even see the great moment from the great Wilson Contreras because I passed out. I wake up. My wife wanted to then go and get some um some tacos and i am like sweating I'm like what is wrong with me man and i do not feel good uh and so i thought that i had covid i thought i was like oh man because i had like a little bit of a cough i was in the bathroom i couldn't really smell anything but the worst part man was the back of my legs i had like eczema they were so itchy oh god but, like even like you could see it like under my eyes my eyes look so much better i've had like ice packs on my eyes my eyes were so puffy I found out that I have a, uh, they think I have, I had did like the, so I've done allergy testing before, but never food allergy testing, a shellfish allergy uh, symptom. So what happens was a little bit of hives, uh, some eczema, as I mentioned, I had swelling of the lips. Uh, my tongue, <laughs> my tongue was swollen, ma'am. It still is a little bit. So if I sound like an idiot, I apologize. Oh, uh, what I'm going to probably encounter the next 48 hours, a little bit of wheezing, some nasal, uh, nasal congestion and, uh, possibly trouble breathing but and, and I'm you back, too I'm back. I'm good yeah and you too can listen to all that nasal congestion and wheezing tonight on bed mgm tonight on the betql network Got a and, ready to go <laughs> oh welcome to bed mgm we pod powered by betql cody decker ryan horvat we got so many games so many props so much to discuss in fact uh and before we even get to the betting let's talk a little bit about last weekend um or even last week a little bit but let's talk mainly about the weekend we last talked on friday uh, our last pod that we did and yeah listen um i'm gonna give you my team of the al uh of the weekend and it may not be it may be exactly your team it may be not what you're expecting from me but Normally, we pick teams that go out and obliterate another team. Like if the Guardians go 4-0 on a weekend, and yeah, great. They're, they're yeah. the team of the weekend. I'm picking a team that's split. The Houston Astros were the team of the weekend. Yeah. The Houston Astros went into the Bronx and no-hit the Yankees. The Houston Astros went into the Bronx and shut down a 15-win home uh, winning streak against the Yankees. I went on your show last night, Ben, and Trista Crick asked me, uh, and Quentin Mayo both asked me, <clears throat> in this scenario, does this team think they can win? They, they just went through everything they had at the Yankees, and they split, only split. And I looked at it saying, I see it the opposite. They went into New York, and they split. I think this team's looking at themselves saying, we're going to win the World Series. And I'm not going to lie to you, I'm starting to think the Astros are going to win the World Series. 
so it's funny that you went there because I had like a couple honorable mentions because Boston had a great weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, Boston had a pretty good weekend. And they, they're, they're in eight, second place. They're in second place now. They're eight and two in their last 10 games. So, you know, the first half, well, first half of the season, the first couple months of the season had no clue what they were. Man, if they could continue to play like this, they get a little bit healthier. I do like me some Boston. But the Astros are also 7-3 and three in their last 10. They split with the Yankees. But it was just like you said, the fashion in which they did it. You know, Jose Altuve, if they're going to continue to boo him, if they're going to continue to be pissed off about what happened, you know, as they should be, Yankees fans, he always makes them pay. First pitch, solo shot over the weekend, man. Um, so I actually split. Like, I have two teams in the AL, and they're the two teams. That was a great series. I'm actually going to go with – it's kind of a cop out. I'm going to go with the Astros and the Yankees because I think that right there is a preview of the ALCS. And I hope that it is. And I hate saying that because it's Houston and New York, but I mean, I'll take good baseball, but the Yankees, man, plus 144 run differential. That's 12 more than the Dodgers. Um, you know, they've just been ridiculous. Look at what they've done at Yankee stadium stadium. I believe they're 31 and nine. They're 26 and 12 against the ALE. So they're taking care of business in their own division. And the reason you love them is look how they get it done every single night. They have a new hero every night. It could be Anthony Rizzo. Usually it's Aaron Judge uh, as he has that game-clinching three-run shot the other night. He's going to win. Huge for me, by the way. That Everything about that thing was amazing because, one, I had an Aaron Judge home run prop that I was all over. Two, I had the Yankees on the run line. And thank you, Aaron wow. Judge. What a gift that was because it was extra inning. So, you know, when you have an extra inning tie game, you're right. expecting, oh, great, they're going to get that run in. It's going to be money line. I'm screwed. So the only way to hit that run line was a home run, and it happened to be my home run prop error and judge. So that was just what a gift. Yeah, man, and that's what always scares me off the run line is that situation right there, especially with the new extra inning rule that obviously, you know, showed up last year. I've been burned so many times with unders and with the run line in that situation. So that was a beautiful thing to see for you. And, you know, the reason I love the Yankees so much, not really, but is a better man <laughs> put on them every night. So if you bet $100 on the Yankees' money line every single game this year, you would be up $1,344, which would be, I believe, the largest profit probably in Major League Baseball right now. I'd have to go back and look. But uh, so, um, that's just ridiculous, man, how good yeah. they've been. So I'm going to split with the Yankees and the Astros because that was a hell of a series. And even though, uh, you know, grew up hating both teams, would love to see it. But we do have to give a shout-out to Boston, 8-2 and two in their last 10. I know they're only in second place, but they're not dead yet. Thoughts on this real quick, because the entire AL East, with the exception of Baltimore, of course, is currently sitting in a playoff spot. Dude, is it? it that Baltimore had their first winning month, I think, in, like, forever. Since, like, 2017 or something. Like, that long, by the way. Um, Ryan... You and I, and I think the entire baseball community, owes an apology to the following teams. Yes. We owe an apology to the Baltimore Orioles. We owe an apology to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Big one. And we can all pat ourselves on the back because we were dead right about the A's. The A's are dreadful. I, I don't care about anything else. We were all right about the A's. Hey, 333 ain't a bad average. I'll take it. Um, and speaking of those A's that we just finished talking about the Yankees, I'll just go ahead and say this right out the gate, even though we're not even to tonight's games or even the weekend slate of games, but Tuesday night's game, um, is a gimme on the run line. I get it that Frankie Montez is throwing today, but, um, you're giving me plus 100 on the Yankees on the run line against the A's in New York. Damn it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just give it to me. Dude, I was thinking about, I have a free bet, actually. No way you're thinking A's. Come on, you can't be serious. Not in the, we just finished talking about the Houston Astros splitting an impossible task in the Bronx. And you think the A's are going to do it? Plus 165 with a free bet. Frankie Montez, (laughs) 321 ERA, his crappy three and seven record going against Sears. If I'm going to take a shot, no, I'm not going to do it, man. I'm not going to use my free I'm about to say, there's no way you're going to do that. No, but I was like, man, is this a letdown spot for the Yanks? I was actually- If it is, if it is, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be mad. I'm going to be real mad because I, I get that Tyone was – was Tyone pulled from the game? He must have been. Well, let me make sure that that's still the pitching matchup because the last I saw – let's see if there's an update because obviously we're recording here. It's uh, I don't care who's pitching, by the way. You, you, you could, I could no? go throw left-handed. You don't? 
I don't. You can throw anybody. Anybody. I don't. How about this? I'm so confident that the Yankees are going to win on the run line tonight. They can pitch Patrick Corbin today. They can go ahead and no. pitch the auto fade Patrick Corbin today, who is pitching today and obviously auto fade, um, <laughs> even against the Pirates, who yeah. is mu- who is must watch television right now. He's going to get blown up by the Pirates. Oh my God! I thought about taking an O'Neill Cruz home run prop just for the hell of it. His home run yesterday, his first ever career home run, was a. A, a stinger two iron that got maybe six feet off the ground. My God, I can't, I can't wait to watch this guy. I, I yeah. it's appointment viewing. Pittsburgh Pirates is appointment viewing for me now. I can't believe it, and I feel kind of bad for uh, producer Mario, who's most likely going to end up with a pirate tattoo at the end of the season. Because I, <laughs> I was right about the pirates, actually. Now you were, you were. I, Now, there's two sides of this, okay? I did find a market where I also bet the Pirates to have the worst record in Major League Baseball, where I should have went with probably the Reds or the Cubs, but I don't know. No, but preseason, we didn't expect the Reds to be this bad. No, no. And, well, I mean, look at, like, the season even Joey Votto. I know he's been banged up all year and dealt with some other things, but, man, he's been awful. All right, so it is. We knew they would be bad, but we didn't know they'd be this bad. Not Hitler. No, no, no. And the Cubs, I didn't know the Cubs would be this bad, though. I will take full credit for telling you guys. I didn't how think they'd be they were. this bad. I truly didn't think they'd be. Th- I knew they were going to be bad, but I thought they could hover closer to 500. I didn't expect 20 games under 500. It, my one quick thing I'll say on the Cubs, they've been much more enjoyable the last three games. Reason being, David Ross is finally leaving his buddy out of that lineup. Uh, no <laughs> case he continues to make excuses. I would. I, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm done talking. About I like that. Jason. Listen, I like Jason Hayward and everything he, he does did. for Chicago and everything he's done for the community. And you know what he's done in the past is in his career. But I will say this: I am blown away, especially looking up into Milwaukee and seeing Lorenzo Cain going away. Um, I think. It, I think it is time to move on. If this team truly does not have another outfielder in the minor leagues that can honestly not play at least comparable to Jason Hayward then this organization is in such worse shape than we ever thought. Dude, with a runner on, I would rather have Jason Hayward never swing the bat. If he has to be in the lineup, he is just an automatic, he's just going to ground into a double play. I I don't even want to talk about him. It is a really quick confirmation. It's JP Sears night, baby. So we got a lefty going against the A's tonight. I, I, I don't feel bad. Like I said, you can throw me up there left-handed. and I'm a righty, and I wasn't a pitcher. And when I did pitch, I threw about 16 innings. My goal was to never register of miles per hour on the gun. I'm, I'd be more comfortable going out there and facing the A's today, and I know I'd win. J.P. Sears, by the way, he just has a face that looks like he's going to go out there tonight, pitch six scoreless, and strike out seven. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I truly truly cannot wait hey real quick before we of course take a quick break we gotta mention it uh the brawl in anaheim awesome was amazing was amazing i'm saying awesome i don't know if i'm supposed to say that yes okay yeah i know we're not supposed to say it i don't care amazing Uh, that builds team chemistry right there whether you like it or not it does and i love dude i loved how these are two teams that have been who haven't had a pulse in months Mm-hmm. I, I'm just thrilled. This was a true Major League Two situation. Oh, good news, Cleveland fans. Uh, the Indians showing signs of life for the first time in months. They're beating the crap out of each other. Hey, I'm happy that someone on that field cares all of a sudden because neither of these teams have lived up to snuff. The the Mariners, the biggest disappointment of baseball thus far. Um, the yeah. Angels, my God. But seeing them yeah. both actually with some passion. Listen, uh, Phil Nevin's getting a lot of heat right now. Phil Nevin, who I've known a long time, this guy's a passionate guy, a fiery guy, and he can fire up a team. And uh, it looks like he did, especially after the 10-game suspension that he just received 19 games into his managing career. <laughs> ridiculous, man. I kind of wanted to jump out there just with, a, with a chair like 1998 like oh. and bash him all over the head with a chair for how much money they've all cost me this season, especially the Angels. Everybody other than than Otani, I thought, should have got a piece. What's the biggest takeaway when you look at this suspension lid, uh, list, though? There's one guy on here that sticks out like a sore thumb. like The interpreter. Anthony Rendon, like, what, what, how, well, how Anthony did he, Rowe, well, well, he went out, Well, he went out there, and he 
fought. Why is he lived. there? He's out for the year. He, he did it with one hand too. It was amazing. He kept his right. I was actually kind of impressed he didn't use his cast. That was actually some some impressive like holding back on his hand. Huh. He, he he did push with his left hand. He is getting suspended. Of course, the suspension will actually take place when he comes Next off year. the aisle. But yeah. all, but I did read that he's not allowed in the dugout for seven games. Good. I don't ever want to see him because I bet a lot of money on that team to win over 84 and a half games thinking that maybe just maybe he can find be healthy. And my guy Jesse Winker gets seven games, which I saw a great story. I don't know if you saw that thread the where the pizza one of the story. fans got him a pizza. Did yeah, you see that? So, so great. So great. Listen, it was ugly, but you know what's amazing? Normally when these fights happen, we're, we're seeing the press go on and on and on. Ugly, terrible, black guy for the game. No, No, no one has said that. Not not a not a person has said that about this. Everyone loves the pizza story. Everyone loves the throwing of the seeds onto the field. Yeah. No one seems to be even mad at Phil Nevin. Like no one's actually mad at anybody. I'm actually I love this. I'm so happy. It's awesome. Now here's where I would be upset, right? Let's say this is like August, September, right? In in the Yankee, oh, not even the Yankees, because there'll be 20 games, 30 games probably, uh, uh, you know, ahead of Boston at that point. Uh, for first place but let's say like the Brewers and Cardinals get one of these brawls and you know you start losing guys for 10 games and you know Christian Yelich runs out there then maybe I could see where you'd have a yeah. problem with it as a fan but no that was awesome man and both of these teams stink they're not going anywhere yeah so, let, let's be real clear this didn't affect a playoff run this no. didn't affect a, a pennant chase no, this did, awesome. honestly like you said that's why I think everybody loves it because I was just glad Otani didn't run out there and like break that, his hand because he's like really nice thing that they have you know, that's that it's actually in the chat. Mario, our producer, just put in uh, what's your first move in a brawl? In that brawl, my first move is to sprint into the clubhouse, get bubble wrap, and cover Otani and Trout and make sure no one touches them. That's what I'm doing. Outside of that, uh, I don't know, probably jumping into the middle of the melee and getting seven games myself because I'm an idiot. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's like you're already gonna get suspended. Like, I always want to re- be remembered. So I think what I would do is I would do like a running, like I'd find the biggest dude and I would just like run at him and just both feet in the air, do like a drop kick at him. Okay. Then that's my question for you then. What brawl sticks out in your head? Because I did see this brawl. My first thought was the 2010 Cardinals Reds brawl, because that was an ugly brawl too, but that had playoff stakes to it, which is why it was even more intense. Um, I you just brought up something that my my mind immediately went to Chan Ho Park in another brawl with the Angels in like 1999 or something. Chan Ho Park hits somebody. They're walking and jogging each other down the line, and Chan Ho Park literally jumps and does a sidekick that's blocked, and Chan Ho Park just lands on the ground like a sack of potatoes, and everybody just pounces. It was the best. Yeah, I got two that really stand out. So one from um, from when I was a kid, and it was uh, the Kyle Farnsworth, Paul. Great Wolf. one. Oh, man. The tackle. Farnsworth just lit him up, dude. And have you seen Kyle Farnsworth, huge, by the way? Huge, And now he's even bigger. Oh, he's so big right now. I would not want to be tackled by Kyle Farnsworth now or then. He is an absolute unit. He is like the T8. Like, he is like the newest cyborg. I've yeah. never seen, He is a specimen. But uh, for me, the best one ever, 2014, Chapman against Rizzo. That's really the first moment that I fell in love with Anthony Rizzo because the Cubs stink. You know, they acquire Rizzo. We all fall in love with him. He becomes a fan favorite because he's a guy that actually hits over 240, doesn't strike out every at-bat. And all of a sudden, he just takes on the entire Reds team pretty much by himself before anybody gets out there. And I was like, man. I love this guy. And uh, since then, he's been my favorite favorite player in all Major League Baseball. So those two. But the Farnsworth one, man, he beat the hell out of him. There were some great ones, though, in Chicago history. Robin Ventura getting the crap kicked out of you him. Know, I, I, can, I, can, I, can I defend Robin Ventura? No. no. I'm, I'm going to. He deserves some defense here. And here's, here's why. Because I've okay. heard this from multiple teammates of his and from Robin himself. Parts of this. I, Robin did not tell me the story because I don't know Robin very. I've only met Robin, I think, twice. Yeah. Um, nice guy. Yeah. But some other people have told me the story. And apparently before the game, they knew that Nolan was throwing at somebody. And they decided as a team, hey, if he throws, someone's got to go, whoever hits. 
and Robin was young. Robin Ventura was very young, and he gets plunked, and he starts to charge him out because he knew he had to. And apparently, when he got there, he got to the mound and looked up, and he sees it's Nolan Ryan. He's like, "I can't, I can't throw a punch at Nolan Ryan. That's not yeah. allowed." So he kind of just wrapped his arms around him. Yeah. And Nolan Ryan obviously took advantage of the situation, just started wailing away on his head. And Robin Turris is like, well, what can I do? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fair because have you ever gotten in a fight with, like, your best friend? Like, you guys are out there, you're playing baseball, you're playing one-on-one basketball and, like, an elbow's thrown, and you're so pissed. But you're like, this guy's my best friend. So, like, if I knock out his two front teeth, like, are we still going to, like, you know, hang out next week? So you kind of just, like, wrestle around, but then maybe he, like, swings it, and then, and then you're like, oh, it's not. I'll give you an example. Like when I was in the big leagues, yeah. uh, I, you know, I'll say, I'll use an example. Of, this is not the right guy, but he was probably the guy with like the most popular that I faced. So Madison Bumgarner. Now Madison's younger yeah. than me and I faced him a bunch throughout the years, but I'm trying to think of like a veteran guy, but I'm now, even though I was 20 at the time, I'm a rookie and yeah. I had a three Oh count against Madison Bumgarner. And at this point it's like my fourth career at bat. I'm pinch hitting. He has a no hitter in the eighth and yeah. I'm pinch hitting against Madison Bumgarner. And he's got a three Oh count on me. I'm sitting there going like, I really want to swing at this three Oh fastball. He's about to throw me. I really, really do, but I'm not gonna, because I'm, I'm, I'm a rookie, even though I'm 40 and everybody else is younger than me in this entire stadium, but I have to sit here and let this fastball go by me. And I'm thinking like, if I did that and that, and got a hit, he probably would have gotten all pissed off and a fight would have broken out of oh, something as useless as that. But yeah. like, if a fight broke, breaks out and I'm a rookie and I'm running on the mountain, like a Pedro Martinez or a Madison Bumgarner, I can't go and just like fight the guy because it was a predetermined thing. You're just like, ah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, that's that's a weird situation to be in when you're going against a legend or a guy like that. I get it. That makes yeah. sense. So I okay. So I guess we'll give a pass maybe to Ventura. But I, I'm not 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 too much of a pass. That fight though. Regardless, he's too nice of a guy. You might be right. No, Nolan Ryan's just. Look at where that guy managed. There's no way he was beating up from Nolan Ryan. Uh, let's be real clear. Right, Nolan, Nolan Ryan was ready to fight. The end. Hey, <laughs> also, hey, Chicago White Sox fans, here would be a poll if I was doing radio on 670 The Score. I would say, would you welcome back Robin Ventura? And don't no Ozzy Guillen talk, but would you welcome back Robin Ventura at this point over Tony Larusa? Yes. Yes, I would. You think it's 100% yes? Yes, I would. And honestly, you know you know what? Everyone's bringing up um, – everyone brings up Ozzy all the time. And I love Ozzy. I'm a, I'm yeah. a big fan of Ozzy again. Uh, can we bring back Ricky Renneria? Uh, Ricky Renneria has been fu- – he got fired yeah. twice in like two consecutive years for two managers who have been fired. Yeah, exactly. And another one that's like on the block. Like LaRusse – everybody wants LaRusse gone. Uh, Poor, he's poor like Renneria. He was a finalist like, for for manager of the year that year. He's like, I, I hate to say this. He's like, let's say you are a girl, you're a woman, and uh, you know, you just break up with somebody, and you're just looking for like the summer fling, but you know you're gonna move on to bigger and better, or you're the guy and you're gonna do vice versa. That's unfortunately what he's been though, man, because like he never gets like these talented ball clubs. It's always these like rebuilding or really young teams. Everybody falls in love with the guy. He wins with. Like he wins enough games with what he has, and then they just kick him to the curb, and it's like every single time. Flashy oh, name, oh, Joe Madden name. Oh, oh, rebuilds up. over. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. Beat it. yeah, we got we got talent. Beat uh, it. Yeah, yeah, great job. Thanks for bringing up this talent. Now we're gonna bring in Joe Madden and, and Tony Larusa for some reason. Joe Madden will be in the clubhouse doing magic tricks. Yeah, you know? I mean, I can't wait for his next job, uh, like managing the Yankees, and then all of a sudden Steinbrenner comes in. It's like, yes, we've resurrected the corpse of Billy Martin. You're fired. Exactly. exactly. Oh my God. Well, we're gonna take a quick little break. We come back. Hey, it's time to prop it off. We got some great prop bets, and I mean some serious prop bets for tonight's set of games and through the week. And of course, the rest of the slate of games. We got so much for you right here on BetMGM and will be podcast powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome back to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. And guys, we just teased it a second ago. Cody Decker, Ryan Horvat. We need to go ahead and prop it off real quick. We're going to talk some prop bets for tonight and possibly through the week. Um, but as we're sitting here to do today, Tuesday, what type of pitching prop do you like today? Do you have any K props for me? Because I got two K props, one of which I really like. The other one, I will admit, 
might be a little bit more gambling because I don't know what we're getting out of a certain pitcher and the location they're pitching at. But let's hear what you got so far as far as K-Props go. Yeah, same here. So, uh, all right, we got the Braves taking on the Phillies tonight. Charlie Morton on the mound with a 484 ERA, 4-3 and three this season. Was looking at some Charlie Morton props, but I was like, you know what? I like the number a little bit better here with Zach Wheeler tonight. 277 ERA this year. He's six and four. I know the Phillies are a tough team to trust. Was looking at maybe betting them in the first five. Don't want to bet against the Braves. So what I'm going to do is look at Zach Wheeler. Now this was juiced a little bit. Earlier this morning, it was minus 130. I think now it's minus 140, which I hate giving out props over minus 120, but it's six and a half Ks. And the reason I want to give it out is because it's been consistent. He's had at least seven strikeouts in nine of his last 10 games. So he's hitting at about a 90% clip. He averages 7.5 strikeouts per game. He's had seven strikeouts in five of his last five games at home where he's averaging eight a game. And he faced the Braves uh, back in May, May 23rd, actually. He had 10 strikeouts in that game. And while the Braves are a great hitting team, the defending champs, they also lead all of Major League Baseball in strikeouts per game, nearly striking out 10 times per game. The last three over 10, man. So I'm going with uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with Wheeler and I'm going to pay the juice. I'm not going to lie to you. I was looking at that Wheeler prop mainly because, and believe it or not, I always look at whoever is facing the Atlanta Braves. It's not because the Braves aren't good. It's because the Braves strike out. Like you said, 10 Ks a game leading major league baseball. And that's impressive for a team that is pretty damn good. Uh, They just, they're all or nothing. It appears Uh, there is something in that game. I do have a prop in that game, but not the one you're expecting. Um, I'm going to go with Zach Gallup. Uh, and here are these stats real quick. Zach Allen, he's currently uh, he's currently got 71 innings pitched. He has exactly 71 strikeouts. He's averaging exactly 1K an inning. And this year he has pitched deep into the sixth inning, literally 50% of his starts. Yeah. So if he just has an average game and gets into the six, he should hit that 6K prop. Uh, I really like that one. You can currently get it at minus 115. That was the other reason why I jumped all over this, the value, minus 115. And that, it, was the, it was the minus 140 on Wheeler that just scared me away. It was just too much for me to lay down. So minus 115, Zach Gallen. I, I just really like it. Not, not to mention he's facing the Padres. No Tatis and no Manny Machado. Um, now this is still a very good Padres team, but yeah. they're gonna, he's got to face Abrams. He, I mean, Abrams is not Manny Machado. Abrams is not Fernando Tatis Jr. At least not yet. Yeah. The other one I was looking at, so there was a, everything's juice today, uh, that mm-hmm. I wanted, man. Thompson for the Cubs. I was looking at his juice and, and the prop was so low. It was like two and a half and I wanted four and a half. And I can see him and he's been really good, but uh, it's also the Cubs, man. And they actually made me some money this past weekend on Sunday, even though they're down five, nothing. So I'm going to stay away from that one, but uh, don't love this one as much. Probably a small play, but Clayton Kershaw pitches against same. the Rockies. Tonight. Same, same, half, same. Man. That's four the gambling one. Four and a half. And I didn't mind the price. It was minus 125. And here's, yeah. here's the thing. Four and a half. He can hit that. He can hit that by the second. He really can. We don't know which Clayton Kershaw we're getting today. And the only reason I think that this price is as low as it is is because they're in Coors Field. And I do think Coors Field is a bit more of a scary thing on paper than it actually is. I, I think this is a, a potential gift to all of us. Um, this price is where it's at simply because of geography, and I don't buy that. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's all I got for strikeouts. I do have – I had a first five under lean, but instead I'm going to go back to the no run in the first inning. I hope you don't have anything in this one. I'm going Brewers Rays. The only thing that's a little concerning here is Brandon Woodruff coming back off the IL, you know, and uh, was kind of monitoring what he was doing in those rehab starts. But eight and one, no run in the first inning this season, 31 and nine. Um, and if you look at the 36 first inning batters he's faced, you know, this is something we continue to go back to. He's only given up three hits. And then Shane Boss, Shane Baz, he's been pretty good Amazing. for the Rays. Three and zero, man, this season already. Yeah. Five and two in his career so far. I, it's the Brewers. That's the thing, you know. It's the Brewers. They strike out a ton. Usually, if their bats come alive, it isn't until the second time around that lineup. So I like the no run in the first inning there. Maybe the first five under, but uh, not a whole lot of props that I love today. There's a couple sides and totals I really like, and another hitting prop I like. But that was it for me. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'll throw in my first inning uh, prop. Not that game, although I do like that pick. I'm going to go uh, no, a run in the first inning. Yes, run in the first inning. Minus 120. Hey, it's fade Corbin day, man. And Pittsburgh is just appointment viewing. I'm going to say the Pirates are going to score a run in the first inning. And if they don't, 
you know what? Maybe Quintana could go ahead and do me that favor. I'd like the minus 120. Again, it's simply because Patrick Corbin's on the mound. Um, You got any hitting props? I have a total I base. sure do. I got two of them. All right, good. All right. You you know what? You go first. I feel like we may be on the same one because there's okay. one that's a gimme today, I feel. And I don't use the term gimme very often. Me neither. And I got a gimme. I got a real good All gimme. Right, you, you go first. Okay. First, I'm going to throw out one that's not a gimme. I'm going to go with a home run prop. Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, he's currently hitting 258 in 31 at-bats against Zach Wheeler and three homers. He, he sees Zach Wheeler quite well. And I'm not going to lie to you. I've hit two home run props this season already on Zach Wheeler. I think I'm going to make it number three today, but this is the one I really love. And boy, oh boy, do I hope you have the same one. I got a total bases prop for you. I got an over one and a half total bases prop for you. Are we still on the same page? We are. And it happens to be in Seattle. No, we're not on the same one. Oh, I was so excited. I thought we had it. Ladies and gentlemen, Austin Hayes. Over one and a half total bases today. He is facing Robbie Ray. So you're thinking Robbie Ray. Yeah, 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 of course not. This prop is up there. I got it this morning at like uh, plus 175. I don't know what it is right now, but he has 12 plate appearances against Robbie Ray. He has nine hits. He has an on-base percentage of 750 and a walk. This is as much of a gimme as it gets. Not even hits. I'm talking total bases. This guy needs two total bases. This guy only gets total bases off Robbie Ray. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a gimme. I love it. I love it. I actually just wrote that down. I will be betting that as well as soon as I get into Washington, D.C. and can do so legally at Nats Park, of course, but MGM. I got one too, man. So I was looking for, well, we got the Astros facing a righty tonight. And it's Crasco. So I was looking at who has some success. I'm going to go with Alvarez, man. Over one and a half total bags. So he destroys right-handed pitching. Um, They just faced each other last week. He went two for two with two homers. So that's my home run prop. But last I saw, it was only like plus 240, something like that. Um, So I'm going to go with the over one and a half total bases. Because let's be honest, just much easier to hit. And if he has a double first at bat, boom, that one cashes. So Alvarez tonight against the Mets. Uh, again, love just it. faced them last week, went two for two with two dingers in the same spot. So love it. Let's get back to more of the Bet MGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Love it. Absolutely love it. Hey, let's take him through some games because we've got a lot of games coming up here. And Ryan, let's take a look. Um, let's start with the Twins and Guardians. Um, what are you feeling on this game? You know, you got you got Smelter on the mound facing Zach Plesak. Plesak, uh, he's having an okay season. I think he's capable of much better than his, you know, 417 ERA. Um, but he's two and five. Smelter four and one with a 305 ERA. I'm tending to lean the twins here, even just on the money line at minus 110. I'm actually surprised it's that good of a uh, price. They are in first place. We both agree they're not really a real first place team, but I have a theory. And hear me out on this theory the twins are going to sneak into the playoffs. I think they are. I think they're going to, one way or the other. I think either they're going to snag one of those wild card spots if somebody mm-hmm. in the East falls off, falls off, or they're going to outright win the AL Central. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know what the Twins do in October. They lose to the Yankees, plain and simple. They lose to the Yankees in the ALDS as if that's in their bylaws. Yeah, this is the year they don't do that. I think the Twins, the Twins are going to knock the Yankees out of the playoffs because. That's how it happens. This juggernaut Yankee team that cannot lose, they're going to somehow lose to the Twins in the playoffs. Yeah, I uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how – I don't want it to happen. <laughs> I, just I just don't understand what to do in this division is what sucks because I laid so much, so much on the White Sox to win the division. It's such a terrible price thinking – you know, and I was even going back and forth with my guy, uh, Joe O from BetQL Daily, and there was the two teams that we were like, man, it's so chalky, but it just seems too obvious. And that was the Brewers in the Central, not knowing that the Cardinals' uh, rotation and bullpen was going to be this reliable, although I still have some question marks about that bullpen and that pitching staff, let's be honest, man. But in the AL Central, like, the Sox are dead to me already. Maybe um, they make a run in the second half because they have such an easy schedule and so much talent, but they've just let me down. They give me a stomach ulcer, man. 
I like this Guardians team. So the I Twins, know. I just I don't know what it is about the Twins. I just don't fully trust them. I did play the over the adjusted win total uh, over, I believe, 81 and a half wins. That was kind of my way of hedging out. I don't know what to do in this spot either because the price is scaring me away a little bit. I would love Smeltzer here usually. 4-1 this year with a 304 going against Plesak, who's let me down a lot this year just with a 2-5 and five record, ERA over 4. Doesn't this just seem like a game that the Guardians steal or like a game where the Guardians win 8-3 and Plesak goes like 6 strong? I don't know. I don't have a very strong feeling on this. I don't one. have a strong feeling either. I, I, I'm not playing this game. I'm no, me either. But if I'm going to lean, I'm going to lean on the Twins. I am going to lean towards the Twins. I'm going to lean Guardians in the over. Yeah, I, I'm going to stay away from the over because, like you said, it's too chalky, these two teams. I just don't know. I just yeah. truly don't know. Uh, A's, Yankees, I already told you, man. I'm going I'm going money line. Uh, not, sorry, not money line. I'm going run line. Plus, you're giving me plus 100 on the Yankees at home against the A's. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot with the A's tonight. You're crazy. You are a crazy person. What's <laughs> that for the Yanks? Dude, no, come on, dude. That, that shellfish thing, that, that it's got you talking delirious. There's no way you think this. Hey, I think I'm 3-0 in these uh, in these due process uh, bets lately. I we may hit- be eating some serious words tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> I don't, you know what, man? I have a yeah, – Mario even puts in the chat, no. Again, I have a free bet. Courtesy of the fine folks. Over so you're there. gonna give, so you're gonna give it away? No, no, I'm not using it here. I'm gonna bet a golf outright. I'm not gonna lie. For this <laughs> Let's move on. All right, Braves Phillies. Uh, this is a pretty good looking game here. You got Wheeler facing Morton. Uh, Morton not having his best year, but he's kind of coming alive a little bit as of late. I think that uh, I think this is a good one for the Braves, man. On the road with the Phillies, you're giving me plus money, plus 105. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take that on the money line. Defending World Series champs, I do not trust. I don't trust the Phillies. Just like you mentioned about the Twins, I, I feel exactly the same about the Phillies. Here's the difference. The Twins can at least play defense. Yeah, yeah. This Man, team can't play deep. No. It, uh, in in whatever dreams I had left of this Phillies team, because they are 39. They are four games above. They're not bad. They're, 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 they're good. It's just... But my dreams were shattered with Bryce Harper's thumb, unfortunately. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a, that's a heartbreaker. It was already going to be chalky having him at DH as it was. Um, you, you know, really quickly what I didn't like about that? I saw, like, there were, like, some um, some Sandy – and I love the Padres, don't get me wrong. But I saw that there were some fans, and they were like – because you did you hear the comments where Bryce said after the game, you know, that he – or, you know, they interviewed him or whatever, um, and he said that him and Snell talked on the phone or talked through text and – he knew that he didn't intend. Yeah, they're, to they're, they were cool. They're, right, so, they were cool about it. But yeah. I saw some some fans and some people, you know, that cover the team were upset about it. Like, well, why did he try to show him up in that situation and make him look bad? Uh, because he just had his thumb broken and he knew he was going to miss an extended period of time, which screws his team, which they're lost without him. Like, he was the MVP for a reason. And it was the heat of the moment. These people that have never competed in their life just don't understand things like that, man. They like, have that no idea. Then he had the chance to calm down, look at his shattered thumb. All this to say, I'm taking the under in tonight's game, and I'm going with that Wheeler strikeout prop over seven and a half. I think there's going to be a low-scoring game, man, even with these two teams. I think we get like a three-to-two game. Phillies, you don't know, you never know what you're going to get with this team, man. I'll take the over. I'll bet the Phillies they'll get shut out one nothing by the Padres like they did last week. They're so tricky. They're so tricky because to figure out. they either go on a – barrage offensively or like you said they're, they're, they get no hit it's just the craziest thing in the world uh pirates nats hey dude it's fade corbin day Easy. pirates you can currently get them on the money line plus 100 i love this pirates team all of a sudden i'm a pirates fan now i me and michael keaton gonna be sitting behind home plate over at pnc park rocking our pirates hat that's right two batmen together have you ever seen me as batman i don't care i I'm, i feel like a batman Dude, I uh, so I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. So I, I love Michael Keaton and anything. This has nothing to do with anything, but you know what I saw this weekend before I nearly died? I saw the new Elvis, and my God, you need to see it. In the I will, I will see it. You know what? You're the second person in as many days to tell me. Uh, I will see it. Broadcast legend and radio, uh, radio Hall of Famer Mark Thompson from the Mark and Brian Show. Spoke to him for about an hour yesterday. We spent 20 minutes talking about this movie because he's an Elvis fanatic. I've never been an Elvis fanatic. But I have a feeling this movie might do a good job. It's just, yeah, you just got to see it. But um, yeah. why are we getting plus money with Jose Quintana? Which I know, like, if we're looking at his baseball card in 1997. I don't know. Things because he's one and four. But he's got a 360 ERA. 
Patrick Corbin, and I mean this with all due respect, is the easiest auto fade in all of Major League Baseball. So plus money, this may be a trap line. Maybe the Nats go out there. They score seven runs in the first tonight. I don't see it happening. Um, I got a question for you. And Patrick Corbin's an ex-teammate of mine. And I think Patrick Corbin's fantastic off the field and on the field. Obviously not this year, though. Have you seen a bigger fall from grace than Patrick Corbin? Robbie Ray's given it a shot. But Patrick Corbin, man, I really hope he has a bounce back year next year because – this has been a little uh, disheartening to see for. No, man. Like the only other, like the examples of people that I used to rely on, like years ago when I first started betting to auto fading every time they took the mound. Um, Matt Harvey um, was a classic auto fade. You know who's come back to bite me in the ass a little bit recently is my guy Dylan Bundy, who last uh, year there he is the auto fade. But like sometimes he comes back and gets me this. Jose Quintana, when I saw that Jose Quintana was going to be an opening day starter for the Pirates, that's when I placed that wager for them to have the worst record. He's put together some quality starts this year. I, I hate I hate doing it, but I have coined the phrase fade flexing because I actually like Chris right. Flexen. But Chris Flexen has done nothing but kind of let me down every single – a year ago – it was the other way around because I remember like two years ago, I was always fading flex. And then all of a sudden last year, he just wouldn't stop winning in the right. second half and he was killing me. And now he's back to fade flex and style. Um, hey, Red Sox, Blue Jays. This is a good series, but I heard somebody describe Ross Stripling as the most uh, incredibly mediocre pitcher in Major League Baseball. I think he's pretty damn good. He's got a 308 ERA. He's 4-2. He's got Michael Walker facing up against. Michael Walker uh, has really turned his career around uh in a in a big way and you can get the red sox with plus money which i'm very surprised about i I get that they're they're playing in toronto but the way this team has been playing lately you just mentioned they were definitely up there for team of the week i'm going red sox plus 115 on the money line does boston have other guys i can't remember what the vaccination status for them is i I don't i think so i think they're okay I think they're okay. Yeah, I, n- nothing that would. If, like, if the Yankees are okay now, the Red Sox have to be okay. Yeah, you know, weirdly, man, I would look at this game usually with this pitching matchup, and I and like look at that total. Earlier it was eight and a half. It went up to nine, and it's, it's slightly juiced, minus one twenty last I saw. And you would think take the over. If I'm getting plus money on the under with this pitching matchup, I'm probably gonna take it. I feel like that in, that total's a little inflate uh, inflated just because you're looking at these two lineups. You know, you're looking at Boston and Toronto. I think this might be a pitcher's duel tonight. I might play the under for plus money with my free bet. I would lean taking the plus money as well with Boston. Oh, man, I hate betting against Toronto at home. Anytime I bet against Toronto, man, bet against them this weekend, not watching the game. I just can't fade Boston right now. nothing in the third. I just can't fade Boston right now. They've been playing too damn good. And and, and by the way, that's going to happen. And We just said plus money on Boston. These next two games I'm going to mention – both plus money, and I can't believe it. The Astros, I know they're playing in New York against the Mets, but I'm sorry, Valdez versus Carrasco, you're giving me, you know, minus 125 on the money line with the Astros? That is practically plus money to me. I will yeah. take that. I, and, I do. Uh, yeah, and the so Brewers, fun. by the way, and, and and the Brewers, I think you, you already picked Woodruff. I, I was thinking about taking Woodruff's uh, strikeout prop because i thought maybe his first game back it might be a good thing no five and a half at minus 160 i'm I'm not going anywhere near it but i will take the brewers at plus 100 on the money line against the rays who are without kiermeyer without is franco back yet i don't know i'm not i don't don't think think he is no i don't think so yeah this is this is a Rays team that cannot hit right now so yeah i'll take woodruff against uh against them with plus money plus 100 for the brewers they have them in the projected lineup, so we'll wait and see on that. Bat in second, but again, it's it's 1 p.m., so I'm not sure. I, I'm with you. I'm going to take the plus money with the Brewers as well. Uh, both teams drive me insane watching them offensively, especially with runners in scoring position. Brewers, though, have turned it around a little bit. You know, um, they come back. They do have a half-game lead over the Cardinals every game pretty much. I know it's early in the season. It's still only June, but they're going to have to keep pace with them all year. I do like them against Tampa Bay. And I'm with you on the Astros. That was the first bet that I placed, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate betting against the Mets at home, though. I hate betting against Same. both New York teams at home. The Yankees, 31-9 and nine at Yankee Stadium. I don't remember the last time the Mets have let me down at home. But, uh, yeah, this pitching matchup, we got Valdez going. He's 7-3 and three with the 290 this year. Give me He's the ass. He's killing it. I mean, 
you, you really got to hand it to the Astros. All their pitchers are doing it. I mean, uh, the only the only teams pitching that impressed me this season more than the Astros, because it's not that I thought the Astros were a bad pitching team. I just weren't expecting them to pitch this well this season. We didn't know we were going to hit with Verlander. You know, everybody was just pitching out of their mind. The only other team that I think has impressed me even more is the Miami Marlins. And uh, speaking of the Miami Marlins, you know, they are playing against the Cardinals. And, you know, Garrett on the mound, he's got a 4.08 ERA. He's one and two. He's the only pitcher in the staff right now that I might fade. The only problem is Cardinals on the money line. You get it minus 155. I, and I'm not taking them on the run line. I'm just, even though you can get the Cardinals at plus 125, I'm, I'm staying away from it. So, um, true story. Bet on the Marlins last night. And I'm taking a week break from the fish, man. Unless, unless. Sandy. Sandy Alcantara is on the mound. Because last night, I trusted an investment into Pablo Lopez. Uh, I was on my deathbed, okay, and I get up to use the washroom, and I see, oh, what's Pablo Lopez up to? 85 pitches, five earned runs. Oh, yeah, they lost nine to nothing. They didn't play one run. So, in yeah. fairness, in fairness, that is not common for Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez has been one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball exactly. this year. In fact, going into yesterday's game, I think he had, like, the fourth best odds for Cy Young future, yeah. and his teammate Sandy Alcantara right at the very top of that list. Um, Reds, Cubs, honestly, do we care all that much? I know we like Thompson. So you minus know, 110 money line really quickly on that one. So I've actually, anytime he's on the mound, man, I've been backing them. He's seven and two with a three ten ERA took the Cubs actually on Sunday. As I mentioned, like eight times going against Castillo though, you never know what you're going to get, especially right now. He's looking to get moved. I keep saying that. And then he just gets blown up. Um, trusted him against the Dodgers a couple weeks ago. Good on this game. I want nothing to do with it. Here, here's I'll, say another. This. I'll say this. Cubs should not be minus 120 favorites against anybody. They should not be. But currently, you got the I got the Cubs currently on the money line at minus 110. And, but here's the it's thing. Down. Yeah. There's a couple of uh, reasons why I do like this game a little bit. Ian Happ, he, faces, he does pretty well against Castillo. Um, and believe it or not, so does Jason Hayward. Both these guys have hit this guy oh, quite well. It's no, just no, – no, I, know, I, I know you don't like it, but the stats don't lie. They're there. Wait, hold like, on then. Hold on then. You know what? I might get funky tonight. Jason Hayward <laughs> home run shot. No, don't do that. Don't do that. that that's, even in the lineup? He hasn't even been in the lineup the last three I days. wouldn't put him in the lineup, but he does have good numbers against Castillo. Believe it or not, it seems like the only guy in baseball he does have the good numbers against. Okay, I've seen the number plus 550, but I would not do that. Uh, that's a pretty big number, though. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather take – I would rather blindly bet a horse at Hawthorne today <laughs> and, put, and put $500 on a horse that I have just by the uh, thing. Blind, blindly a horse. All right, Dodgers, Rockies, uh, Kershaw on the mound. I obviously like the Dodgers in this game, yes. but I, do, I don't want to sit here and – the alt-run line – the way they're without Mookie Betts right now. Max Muncy hasn't turned it on quite yet. Justin Turner hasn't turned it on quite yet. I, there's no value in this game for me other than the Clayton Kershaw strikeout prop. I'm staying away from everything else in this game. I feel like even though it's June and the Dodgers only have what a game and a half lead right now over the Padres, they're bored as hell and they're mm-hmm. not healthy. Uh, they need to get guys like Dustin May back because they need to figure out what they need to do with the deadline. I think they're pretty positive they need to add a couple arms. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with this game. I actually faded the Dodgers last night, man. Um, took Colorado on the run line. Should have just went with the money line. I, I'm, I'm, I'm staying away. Here's another game I'm staying away from because, like you said, even with Cueto on the mound, who's been incredible for the White Sox, like incredible for the White Sox, like off the charts incredible for the White Sox, I am not touching this game. I am not putting any money on the White Sox on principle. And I sure as hell ain't betting on the Angels. I want to bet the Sox so bad tonight, man. Is it possible that both these teams can lose? I I think so. I think I might look. I would love to say I would like go on the over too because we got Cueto going against our guy Silsat too. But Cueto's been pitching so damn good. That's the thing. I want to take three one ERA. I can't do it, though. This is, unfortunately, a stay away from me as well. Yeah, it's a stay away. Uh, Padres, Diamondbacks. I mentioned Zach Allen. I'm not going to lie. I actually like the D-backs on the money line today. I feel like this is a potential letdown spot for the Padres. I'm getting the D-backs at plus 100. And the reason, again, is Zach Allen, 292 ERA. I love this pitcher. It's my favorite bet of the day. Everything you just said right there. I love Gallon, man. I like this Diamondbacks team. They're a lot of fun. 
letdown spot tonight, it looks like, for the Padres, who are just trying to get healthy right now at this point. They're 15 games above 500. Uh, they're outperforming all expectations at this point of the season. I still really like them, but I think this is a good spot tonight for the Diamondbacks, and that's the reason you're looking at that price. And I love Gallon, man. Not fading him right now. So rolling with the Diamondbacks tonight, too. Played that right away. And listen, last but not least, Tigers-Giants. I'm going to go ahead and just say it. Fade the Tigers, even with Scoobal on the mound. Um, I- I'm just I'm going to go with the Giants probably on the run line. You can get him at plus 115. They are playing in San Francisco. Rodon on the hill, and you're giving me that type of money on the run line against the Tigers. I'm a little – I'm not going to lie to you. I'm actually perplexed that you're giving me uh, that much plus money on the run line. I'll take it. So I think Rodon's going to dominate Detroit's lineup tonight, man. So you know what I'm going to look to do in this game, actually, since we'll be live on the air bet MGM tonight? I'm going to look to live bet the total over, especially a total where you're seeing it as low as seven, probably, you know, seven and a halfs out there. If we get to like the fourth inning and this is a scoreless game with Scooball going against Rodon, I can't stand either of these bullpens. They've let me down all season long. If we get a total around like four, four and a half, I'm going to jump on the over and expect some runs late in this game. But um, I'm with you. I would just go with the Giants. I I would probably go with the run line, especially if you could get yourself some plus money. All right. Last game of the evening. Orioles in Seattle. Orioles playing pretty decent lately. Adley Rushman starting to turn it on a little bit. Hit another home run yesterday. He's off, still off to an incredibly slow start, but hey, if he starts to get right, I hope it goes well for him because I think this guy will be a stud going into the future. But Orioles Mar- uh, Mariners, Dean Kramer, Robbie Ray, two ex-teammates of mine, in fact. Uh, Dean Kramer has got a 1-7-1 ERA and three starts, but I don't think that's all that real. I'm going to go with the Mariners, but I'm also thinking – Stay away. I only like the Austin Hayes over one and a half total bases prop today. I bet Baltimore pretty much every night. This is a true story nowadays, man. Um, I I I'm I feel like there's something off here where you're gonna give me you know plus money plus one forty with the Orioles with Kramer on the mound against Ray who's six and six with the ERA over four. But this is a stay away for me. I might look to play the over again. That, that total seems a little too low. I could see both offenses actually showing up tonight against these pitchers. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for us. That is BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Uh, And, of course, on the Odyssey app, leave a five-star review. Share it with your friends. And, of course, follow me, Cody Decker, former professional baseball player turned professional smartass on the radio, on Twitter, at Decker6, and Antihero Baseball on Instagram. Ryan, where can people find you? And more importantly, where can they listen to you tonight and for the rest of the week? Well, hopefully not a hospital bed. Uh, at <laughs> MGM tonight. Um, and I uh, am at Twitter, on Twitter, at Ryan Horvath. Although I don't think I've tweeted in like two days because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm struggling right now, man. I'm yeah. probably going back to bed until about 5 p.m. All right, gentlemen, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Be safe out there. Make sure you're not allergic to shellfish. And yeah. have a good one. Enjoy some baseball. Beat it! <laughs> <laughs>